Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuned into Benzinga's Daily Stocks Watch podcast, a place where each trading day you can get at least a handful of ideas, trading ideas for your day. Today, we got more like eight ideas for you. Look at that. Today is Thursday, January 19th, 2023. Mike, how is your Thursday going, sir? It is going good, Brenty. It is a uh, overcast but chill and good morning. How about yourself? Doing well so far. So good. I got my my Mackinac Island mug here. What kind of mug do you got for today? I got like a a fun like I don't know if it's Scandinavian or it's some sort of design mug where it's 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 nice. It's a big thick ceramic bottom. It tapers, so it keeps things warm. Got a fun handle on the side. It's a very, very ergonomic mug. I think you'd also be like that. You got a good looking mug. Let me just say that. <laughs> well, you got, I mean, you got the advantage of the, uh, all the Michiganders watching. I'm sure I'm very happy of a Mackinac. So many Michiganders are like, oh, I want to go to Mackinac, Mackinac Island. I, <laughs> I heard a New Yorker pronounce Mackinac Island before and they said Mackinac. Yeah, I said, that's what I said the first time I uh, when I moved to Michigan from Massachusetts. Oh, Mackinac Island. Where's Mac, that? Get on Mackinac Island. All right, folks, we are getting into the earnings season over the next week or so. Earnings are going to start heating up. We have started getting some earnings, notable earnings, as we've been noting over the last handful or so of Stockswatch podcast. We got our big banks. We're starting to get into the airliners. We're going to be getting into some of the big tech names a little bit later this week and next week. So for the podcast today, we got a good old fashioned, excuse me, earning season is upon us edition. We're going to get you eight stocks to get on your radar for over the next week or so, about the next like eight or nine trading days. And earning season is going to be continuing through the, I'm open up my calendar here. Earnings season is going to be continuing through like the second or third-ish week of February. So, folks, we've got about a good one, two, three, four, maybe five weeks of earnings information coming up. When earnings are happening, a lot of the other information impacting Wall Street takes a backseat. Is economic data important for stock traders? Of course, but... Is it going to be as important as some of this earnings information that's going to be coming over the next month? Not the case a lot of times that economic data is more important during the earnings season. A lot of time, investors are really looking to the earnings coming out of companies to see the strength of the consumer, the strength of technology, to kind of see where we're going, uh, where we've been over the last three months or so and where we're going over the next couple months or so. We're going to hit you with a quick preview of the eight companies that we're going to get on your radar for the next day. And then we're going to kind of go into a little bit more of the how and why behind earnings, where you can find good earnings information, how you can find information about when a company that you're watching is going to be reporting. A lot of good stuff. So if you do want to be interested in the earnings season this quarter, then stick around for about the next 10 minutes or so. We're going to hit you with a ton of good info to prep you for the earnings season. 
Mike, why don't you just get us started off? We I don't even know if we got to do the earnings. Uh, if we don't, I don't even know if we got to do the preview today. Let's just jump right into our list. Our list itself is going to be pretty brief, and the majority of the podcast today is going to be just getting some like knowledge and education about the earnings season. Okay, heck yeah! This is and this is something that I think is a great a great way to do it to kick off some of the big earnings season. We've I've talked to so many people who say things like, "Oh, you know, I, I've." I hear about earnings season all the time. What's what's going on? What what sure. is there? What are the things I need to look out for? What are the stocks I need to actually be watching for, even if I'm not invested in them, just to get an idea of where the market is going. And that's like that's so crucial as a trader or as an investor, long term, short term, midterm, to know this stuff. And uh, sure. we just want to be able to help out in any way we can, be a resource. And so I'll just go through the first half. We'll split it half and half. I'll go through the first awesome. half today. And so stock to watch, number one, is Intel, ticker INTC. And they're going to be reporting their earnings Thursday, January 26th, so a week from today, after market close. So pay attention. There'll be some that are going to be after market close, some will be before market open. There will be, you know, different kind of times for different stocks. And that's just the way the game is played. So don't. Try not to mix them up. You can always look again <laughs> deeper at your Benzinga Pro and, and find the exact date. But some, I've, I've done that many times where I'm like, oh, yeah, they're doing pre-market. And then nothing comes out. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So make sure you remember if it's before or after market. Not a lot of companies, like 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 a half percent of the companies report during market hours. It's almost always, always, always before market open or after market close. That's a really good, really good point that you're making. Heck yeah. And Intel, real quick on Intel, we've talked about them a few times recently. Big semiconductor chip manufacturing. They just poured billions of dollars into making a a fab in Ohio. So expect maybe some news on that, maybe some news on global chip trends and how they see the American market uh, moving in the the coming months. And ticker number two, we've got Boeing, ticker BA, big, big aerospace, one of the... uh, the big two with Airbus for airliners as well. And they're reporting on Wednesday, January 25th, next Wednesday, before market open. So pre-market Boeing. And watch them for a lot of good insight on aerospace, on defense, on the industry there. I mean, that's kind of an interesting uh, way to get an eye on the airline industry, actually, is to look at some of these manufacturers, whether they're getting orders from airlines, whether they're not and what their kind of expectations are moving forward. Ticker number three, International Business Machines, IBM. And they're going to be reporting also Wednesday of next week, January 25th, before market open. And just a disclosure, I do own shares in IBM. Look and watch you. them for some insight on a bunch of different kind of spheres, software, quantum computing, cloud computing. They're an interesting player to watch for a uh, a number of kind of unique plays in the technology sphere. Why are you an investor in IBM, Mike? What is Ooh, IBM that's a good question, friend. Because so essentially your like, portfolio. Yeah, yeah. It is a it is a pretty mid to long term play for me. Um, I like the fact they've got a decent dividend. They got a pretty solid structure of business, um, and really the big reasons for. I think the big reasons why I own it are like what I kind of alluded to, but of they're really trying to be the big player in kind of the niche uh, technology world. So like quantum computing, 
um, really advanced cloud computing systems. So like AWS, like Amazon, they run the game for the software and mm -hmm. for the server farms for cloud computing. But IBM has done a really solid job of creating systems and architectures and like unique softwares and supercomputers for cloud computing that I think I think they're going to be continue to be a a landmark player going on well into the future. They've they've always um, moved pretty well uh, in terms of innovation, and they've they've tried. It seems like they've done a good job of not competing directly too much with the other Ooh. big names. I like it. Thanks for the perspective. Yeah, you got it. Not financial advice, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I do own stock, and I also own shares in our next one, General Electric. Oh, look GE. at you! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they will be reporting next Tuesday, January twenty fourth, before market open. And we just had GE just had their big split with GE Healthcare. So sure. if you owned GE stock before the split, you got some shares in GE Healthcare. Nice. And What's that ticker? Uh, GEHC. Cool. GEHC, uh, General Electric Health, and then they'll be splitting off GE, Vernova, and Aerospace in the coming years as well. So definitely an interesting one to watch there. And that's four. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it over to you, Brent, to give you some, right. uh, some space. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Thanks for that. That was really good, Mike. Uh, next is Freeport MacMoran ticker FCX. They're going to be reporting on Wednesday, January 25th before market open one of the biggest miners in the world. So, you know, what kind of, uh, accidentally happened here is going through this list of picking out eight stocks that you should watch for earnings over the next week. We we're really hitting kind of like a lot of sectors. Like we're getting a lot of what's going on around the world. If we're talking about mining, you know, a lot of the stuff that we've already talked about, chips, technology, planes, appliances. I mean, a lot of this stuff is starting from, you know, mining somewhere down the supply chain. So, you know, mining starts the process for a, a lot of companies out there. And if you want to get a feel for some of those other sectors, I mean, look to mining as a potential way to be starting the whole supply chain. And another another one, of course, here, our next one, Chevron CVX, one of the largest integrated oil companies in the world. If you ever heard that phrase, integrated oil, and you're not really sure what that means, it means that they control a whole, they control all the parts of the supply chain. They're doing exploration and production. They're doing refining. They're doing retail, like getting it to consumers. Um, and they're going to be reporting on Friday, January 27th, before market opens. So a little bit longer than a week here. I think Chevron is going to be like probably your first big integrated oil player to issue their earnings. Uh, another name that you might want to watch out for. I'm not sure when they're going to be reporting is like an Exxon Mobil XOM, another big space there, uh, another big name in the integrated space. And in the networking space, our next stock, F5 Networks, it's ticker FFIV. They're going to be reporting on Tuesday of next week before market open. Uh, again, one of the first big names in its space to be reporting, of course, the networking space. Uh, something to keep an eye on as far as, you know, like Intel is obviously more much more in the chip space. IBM is much more in like the hardware space. Network uh, F5 Networks, of course, much more focus on the networking space and connecting and that kind of stuff. So definitely one to watch here. Even if you're not an investor 
in these names. A lot of these stocks that we're talking about today, you're going to kind of want to tune into anyways to just get a feel for what's going on around the economy. Last one for today is Las Vegas Sands LVS. They're going to be reporting on Wednesday, January 25th after market close. This is one of the big three Vegas players in the gaming and casino space. We also have uh, Win W-Y-N-N, who is, which is also going to be reporting on Wednesday of next week. And then we also have MGM Resorts, which, which is ticker MGM. Related to the gaming, the gambling, and casino space, <clears throat> those three that I just mentioned are kind of your big players in Vegas, but there's a ton of other regional names out there who aren't necessarily focused in Vegas. You know, we have Atlantic City, we have gaming in New England, we have gaming in, in Michigan and Detroit. And though the big three don't have as much exposure regionally, and there are a lot of other publicly traded stocks where you can gain exposure to casinos and gaming and gambling outside of Vegas. All right, that was a quick little preview there for some upcoming earnings. Let's get into, I don't know, Mike, let's <clears throat> let's take maybe like the next five or six minutes. It'll be a little bit of a longer podcast today. And let's just get into some of like the the why and the how for earnings. Like, you know, you know, where you can find some of this information, what's a good way to, you know, get this information really fast. I mean, is there as as a consumer, I mean, you're you're an investor, Mike, as a consumer of this information for your investment purposes. I mean, what kind of like questions do you have that maybe you could act as a little proxy for some of our audience out there as far as, you know, trying to get some knowledge and education heading into the earnings season? Yes. I mean, let's say there's a company that I'm, I want to watch. How do I find when it's going to be reporting or how do I get it, get watching it? All right. So a lot of the answers that we're going to talk, a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about in the next few minutes, it's going to be related to Benzinga's premium trading analysis and news platform. That's Benzinga Pro. You can visit a uh, website pro.benzinga.com and check it out. It is a premium service. does cost you like a monthly subscription, but it is an extremely high powered resource out there. We have a team of reporters who's doing breaking news. We have a team on the data side who's putting in a lot of data related to earnings and dividends, et cetera, et cetera. To answer your question, uh, there's a few ways on Benzinga Pro that you can find what we did here today, which is get you some insight into when a company is going to be reporting. There is a tool on Benzinga Pro called the details tool. And the details tool shows you fundamental information ratios, like a description of the company. And it uh, consolidates a lot of the content that is on Benzinga. And one of the things that the details do tool does is it'll show you when a company is going to be reporting. You can use the search field in the details tool, type a ticker in for a company that you're looking at and if earnings are coming up soon there'll be like a yellow orange banner at the top of the details tool that'll show you when a company is going to be reporting their quarterly results you can also click on the earnings tab when you go to the details tool there's a bunch of different tabs like uh, economic data earnings dividends stuff like that and you can click on the earnings tab and you can see a history of when a company reported going back like at least 10, 11, 12 years. And you can also see an extrapolation 
of when a company is going to be reporting their quarterly results based on some historical trends. A little note, if you're going to use the details tool on Benzinga Pro is there will be a little check mark or a little X next to that yellow orange banner that tells you when the results are. If you see in that banner that the date is quote confirmed with a check mark, <clears throat> it means that a company has finalized their earnings date. They've disclosed that information publicly via a press release or an SEC filing, or our data team even goes so far as to call companies sometimes to try to confirm when a quarterly result is going to be happening. If you see a red X and it'll say unconfirmed, it means that our system has guessed when a company is going to be reporting their quarterly results, again, based on some extrapolation of historical data, but the company has not yet confirmed that date. Uh, you can also use the calendar tool in Benzinga Pro, which is another tool separate from the details tool. And this is where you can find about all companies reporting. What we did with the details tool in the last example was that was for a specific company that you went and searched. If you use the calendar tool, that's going to be all the companies reporting on a given date. You can sort by date or you can do like a date range and you can see uh, all the companies that are going to be reporting over like a week, for example. But that's a lot of information, especially over the next week when there's like hundreds and hundreds of companies reporting. So you can filter the calendar tool by a watch list that you have set up on Benzinga Pro or this is a little hidden gem that isn't set by default on the Benzinga Pro calendar, but it's a little pro tip that I can give you. There is something called an importance gauge in the calendar. Over on the right-hand side of the calendar tool, there's a button that says columns. If you click the columns button, there is a button that is turned off by default, and it is an importance column. If you check that column, and then like what I would recommend is that column will be added all the way over to the right-hand side of the calendar. Uh, <clears throat> scroll over and move that column over to the left-hand side, and then you can sort that importance column by more important or least important. The highest level is like a five. These are like the Teslas and the Apples and the IBMs of the world, and it's an easy way to filter this calendar tool. A little pro tip for you there. A little pro pro tip. That's wild. I I love the the amount of different data visualization tools that are like like the importance gauge and all of these things is just it makes everything so much easier than trying to compile all this by yourself. And sure, I think sure. the the next question that I have is okay, you know, let's say let's say you have all this stuff up but you're doing something else or you're you're actively trading or you're reading an article or something. How let's say you're not actually watching the earnings call when it hits. Sure, what's sure. like how are you going to get the news immediately when it hits? Okay, so in Benzinga Pro, we have a couple news tools. We have uh, a news feed, which is like written, aggregated, curated information by our team of Benzinga report reporters. They are parsing through the raw information that companies are disclosing either via press release or an SEC filing. They know in these press releases exactly where to look to find the important data points like the earnings per share or the loss per share, the sales figure, any guidance that a company might give. And then another piece of information that happens quite commonly on an earnings report is any kind of like shareholder payout information, a buyback or a dividend. 
<clears throat> you can use the news tool in Benzinga Pro to get this information really quickly. Again, you can sort it by a watch list that you made. So you're only getting news items into the feed that are related to stocks that you have on your watch list. Or you can use uh, a ticker search in the search field. Or you can categorize by just earnings. If you don't have like specific companies that you're looking at, you can see all of the earnings information by going up to the button at the top of your newsfeed, hitting the categories button, and then finding the earnings filter. And it'll only show you the earnings related information. The other big way that a lot of users on Benzinga Pro are getting quick information. <clears throat> and here's kind of your most timely solution. This is our squawk feature. And what the squawk is, is it's an audio component to the news feed to your really good question, Mike, about, you know, if you're not actually like looking for this stuff, if you're not, not actually tuned into the earnings call or you're not actually watching the, the news feed, you can hit the squawk button, turn on the squawk. If you have uh, a headset on or earbuds or you have your speakers on, one of our reporters on the Benzinga Pro team will audibly read out news for you they'll you know when ibm's earnings hit they'll read out the ibm quarter what the earnings per share was what the sales were what the guidance was the squawk is going to get you information generally faster than the news tool is going to get you but the depth of information isn't the same as the news tool if you want more depth of information new use the news tool if you want quicker information use the squawk tool um, I think, I think that's probably like our, our top couple ways. You can also use the calendar tool. Like I was highlighting before, uh, as far as finding dates, the, that calendar tool where it shows you all the earnings related information will also update, uh, when the data, the actual earnings, the actual sales that are reported comes out, you can tune into the calendar tool and that stuff will be updated in the column that says EPS and, or the column that says revenue. Awesome. I guess one one other question too is like you've been so, you you've covered so many earnings seasons. You you know you know all this all of the kind of intricate stuff. What are some of the things that might not get said or kind of special behind sure. the scenes? Any tips and tricks? So uh, earnings information is absolutely needed. This is a way that investors get uh, how companies have performed over the last quarter. Whether you are you know, an investor in a company or you're just, you know, looking to make some trades or investments, you're going to want to get the information that's coming out from earnings. If you want to trade earnings, which is a totally different story, something that is really important to consider <clears throat> is that there is definitely difficulty in reporting earnings because you have to do two things It kind of trading earnings is kind of like compounded in a way, because first you have to predict how you think a company performed over the last quarter and potentially get that prediction right. Then you have to predict how you think investors are going to interpret that new information. And unfortunately, it's not always the case that if a company had really good earnings and really good sales and beat the analyst estimates, shares are going to go higher. That's kind of the kink in all of this consideration for earnings. Um, you know, if a, if a stock has been rallying into an earnings report and yes, they beat on earnings and yes, they beat on sales, but the stock has already been rallying over the last couple of weeks or the last month. Maybe investors are going to take this moment of a beat to take some profits, unfortunately. And guidance is a huge factor here. Guidance is a lot of times even more important 
than the company's last quarterly results. A quarterly result is three months looking in the past and guidance will be looking into the future over the next three months or over the next year. A lot of companies will give their annual guidance. And so, you know, it happens all the time. You're absolutely going to see it this earnings season where uh, a, a strong, you know, an arguably strong company beats on their earnings, beats on their sales. They're a little uncertain for the next three months. So they give some conservative guidance and the guidance isn't what analysts or investors on the street want to see. And they take the opportunity to, to sell the stock. And then, you know, something else that I think is really important, and you hear us talk about this a lot on the podcast, uh, the importance of earnings the day after, uh, the importance of a company the day after earnings. Because, you know, what will happen is earnings will hit, guidance will hit, and investors will, you know, show a little bit of uncertainty as far as how they're interpreting that information. A lot of time, the, the experts on a company, the sell side, they won't come out with meaningful translation interpretation of a company's quarterly results or guidance for at least like eight hours, sometimes more like, you know, 12 to 24 hours. So yes, stocks are going to move right when an earnings report and some guidance is given, but really, you know, the, the sentiment on a company's earnings can shift over the next 24 hours as those analysts that cover the stock come out and they say, ooh, this actually, despite the, the stock selling off, this actually was a really good earnings report. And yes, the guidance was conservative, but we like that management was being guidance with, uh, was being conservative with guidance, maybe being a little bit of prudent here, maybe baking in, you know, a little less optimism. And that can be a good thing sometimes. So, you know, like if you are going to tune into an earnings report, yes, you're going to watch it right when the earnings hit but also kind of keep it on your radar for like the next 24 hours, maybe even 36 hours and look to those experts on the sell side to try to help you interpret some of those, those results and maybe what the SAC is going to do moving forward. What else you got, Mike? Anything else? I mean, that was a, that was a lot of info, right? That was great. That, that answered so many questions. And I hope, I hope that answered a lot of questions for our, our watchers and listeners too. I think, Earnings season sometimes it's uh it can be a black box if you're if you're relatively new to <clears throat> or even if just to get a refresher I think it's always good to, sure. to dive back in and and, uh, and figure out all the tips and tricks and especially with the the amount of power that uh, tools like Benzinga Pro have it's it's nice to be able to get a little a little inside scoop on all the different I love the uh, the little secret kind of uh, importance gauge that was great <laughs> <laughs> if you're tuned into us right now on Twitter. Let us know, comment on this tweet and let us know some stocks that you're watching for earnings and let us know if you have questions about the earnings season in general. We can see, we'll, we'll see the comments and we can absolutely address some of those questions that you have on like a podcast on the podcast tomorrow for Friday or later next week. We're always receptive to some feedback and we always want to help you out, ladies and gentlemen. All right, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Like I kind of warned, a little bit of a longer podcast today, but I hope you got a lot of good information. We're trying to prep you over the next month or even month and a half for a lot of the information that's going to be coming out and uh, you know impacting Wall Street. So I think it's I think it's a good idea to spend a little bit time, a little bit longer of a time, kind of prepping you in that way. All right, folks, have a great trading day. Good luck out there, and we'll be back tomorrow for Friday's 
Daily Sox Watch podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Later. Tomorrow's already Friday. Oh Have gosh. a great Thursday, everyone. <laughs> we'll catch you tomorrow. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now! and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.